0: a polymath. This term from the Greek means having learned much. Polymaths have knowledge in a wide range of subjects and fields, rather than specializing in just one. They are accomplished in multiple disciplines, seemingly thriving in the field of human inquiry itself. Beyond the boundaries we draw between categories of study, the world's most famous polymaths blend academic fields or create new ones from scratch. They are quintessential Renaissance men who can do a little or a lot of everything and inspire us to imagine what the limits of human understanding and learning really are. 64,000 is the median number of words per book. Average person reads about 200 words per minute. Simple math will tell us that is one book in 320 minutes. To accomplish this in seven days, numbers say you would have to read for 45 minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe, hit that notification button, like, comment, and share. Enjoy. Welcome to the Book of the Week series. Every week as I read another amazing title I share it with the world. My name is Igor S.F. Walker. Today we look at Polymath. Master multiple disciplines, learn new skills, think flexibly, and become an extraordinary autodidact by Peter Hollens. So how about you slow down and relax, reduce all that noise, For just a bit, make that choice and decide to listen. In this video, we look at what it means to become a polymath, a renaissance man, and a versatile autodidact, someone who teaches themselves. We'll not only consider all the ways that human beings are naturally polymaths, but also examine the very good reason why you might like to enhance this ability in yourself, not just for personal fulfillment, but for academic and financial success as well. Stick around. Till the end, I will share with you some tools. I do have a news that will help you tremendously in this game of life. Discover a way to find out what actually motivates you. What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. I will share some tools to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management and relationship management. In our complex modern world of increasingly narrow specialization, we actually can choose to develop ourselves holistically, becoming our best in the sciences, the arts, politics, academics, engineering, social affairs, literature, sports, and spiritual matters. It is not a positive connotation that we do associate with people who have many interests and spread time around them liberally. When you survey the most prominent and successful scientists, it is easy to see that the majority were decidedly generalists. Now, ultra-successful entrepreneurs have also been known to dabble wildly, and continue to undertake projects of all stripes after they have found success in one area. One could argue that these people are all geniuses who do engage with multiple disciplines because they are smart and successful, rather than the idea that their success was in part their versatility. There is a direct link between a person's achievements and the number of distinct interests and skills they do hold. Being a polymath does require something of a perspective shift. Rather than running as far as you can in a single race, you open your field of perception to take in as much as possible and then draw atypical connections to link the knowledge you already have in surprising ways. Be probing, bold in thought, ask unusual questions, and put things together that are ordinarily separate just to see what happens. Rather than simply plowing away in the same old conceptual ruts, this person, uses a creative blend of their skills and their knowledge base to promote themselves in workplace, literally open up new, potentially lucrative avenues, as is the case with many polymaths. They almost create their own jobs and roles, using their own unique personalities and combinations of skills to pursue precisely what interests them, and often for profit. Even though we live in a world almost literally ran by polymaths like Jeff Bezos, most of us still cling to conventional wisdom that artificially creates this idea of distinct disciplines in the first place. We all went to schools that sliced up the curriculum into chunks. How many of us, how many of us believe that? Some people are artsy language types and others are math and sciency types, and the two can never have much to do with each other. True polymaths disregard limitations like these. Diversity for them is a blessing, and the more interests, the merrier. Part of a polymath's invaluable skill set is knowing how to quickly find and then synthesize the highest quality information. Specialists the world over have done the heavy lifting and left a record for us. They have carried out in-depth testing and accumulated increasingly high-quality knowledge. While filtering out less robust material, today we are blessed to have free access this content, along with online courses, videos, free journal articles of original research, and material in the public domain now more than ever. Someone dedicated to learning can find a wonderful wonderland of resources out there virtually for free. A polymath knows There are endless ways of combining what already exists. Growth is exponential when your strategy is combinatorial. There are no boundaries when you think in connected, holistic ways. Another advantage is flexibility. The polymath approach is about diversifying, and the more varied your resources, the more resilient and adaptable to change—it goes even a little further than future-proofing your career. A real polymath designs their own career. They do not have to worry about being left behind in dying industries. They are the ones at the vanguard growing the new industries in the first place. Polymaths find themselves in their positions because of their natural intellectual curiosity. The conclusion is clear, being a jack-of-all-trades not only does not distract from your efficacy in your chosen discipline or disciplines, it may well positively benefit your success in at least one of those fields. For a polymath, uniqueness is always a given. They often do succeed because they are first to come up with true novel connections. Parenting, business, education, and even sports. There is no area of life that these principles do not apply to. It will, fundamentally, strengthen your fluid intelligence and the underlying ability to think, to learn on your feet, to synthesize knowledge, and to create, regardless of what discipline you find yourself in. Nobody would argue that developing niche expertise is a waste, however, this Expertise can also act as a burden and a hindrance. If as an expert you rely on the knowledge and experience you already have, you are at a distinct disadvantage whenever novelty of thought is called for. To the man with the hammer everything looks like a nail. Experts may cling to a classic and obvious solution so tightly that they fail to see the better alternative staring them right in the face. The more polymathic you can be, the more functions you can inhabit, and the less replaceable you will become. The magic happens when these multiple fields collide and help you navigate, solve problems, and think outside of the box. The truth is that successful polymaths are primarily driven by insatiable curiosity, a love for their fields, a yearning for mastery, creativity, and expression, or a blend of all of these. Many people falsely believe that to remain competitive they need to upskill in all the fashionable and trendy ways. People ask how they can learn to write computer code or to trade cryptocurrencies, for example, not because this is where their passion genuinely takes them, but because they are swayed by the stories of tech entrepreneurs who have already gone down this now well-traveled path. Unfortunately, this is a losing strategy for two reasons. One because by the time a trend is identifiable as such it is already on its way to being over and number 2 because mimicking others leaves you failing to capitalize on your own unique talents and your own unique perspectives the spirit of polymathy is what is important and it is largely independent of any particular fields subjects or topics no matter how relevant they may seem on the surface. It is about versatility, flexibility, and openness. Firstly, a lesson any polymath can teach us is a healthy disregard for rules. Creative inventive people see rules as provisional and boundaries as mere working models until something better can actually be created or discovered. Many historical polymaths held this attitude—I did not find the solution I wanted in the world, so I made it myself. The trouble with all this rampant labeling is that it closes you off to genuine, authentic, spontaneous engagement with life as it is, rather than life as someone who is like you sees it. Polymaths, by setting these limitations far less often, allow themselves greater access to new realms. They do not care if a certain idea, behavior, or question isn't for people like them. And they certainly aren't afraid to change their minds or question whether a previous preference is still useful, the key to rolling with change, and to being an adaptable flexible polymath thinker is to not cling too tightly to ideas of who we are and what our limits are. Are you the same person now that you were ten or twenty years ago? If not, you probably shouldn't behave as though the way you are now is the fixed final form of your identity forevermore. For an intelligent, curious polymath. There is never an end-state where identity is fixed, all questions are answered, and the life simply stands still. Of course, you do want to uphold and honor your values, yes, you have your preferences and your loves and your habits. Experimentation offers you the opportunity to try something different and see how it goes when you frame your personal development. Your challenges or your goals as experiments. You take the pressure off while simultaneously getting your acting sooner. Many of us live with so many unchallenged assumptions that we could be free of it only if we gave ourselves the chance to test something better. What's more, when you can center passion, curiosity, and resilience against change and failure, something else starts to happen. Your mind slowly switches from the end point to the process itself. You begin to enjoy the path towards finding knowledge, not merely the prize of the achievement at the end. What many polymaths do without being thought (coughs) is focus on the process, not the outcomes they create for the joy of creating, solve problems because they relish the experience of working through them. It should be emphasized that the polymath beginner's mindset empowers the ability to ask dumb questions. So-called experts rely on assumptions and their own experiences, often without further investigation. When you feel comfortable asking dumb Questions. Nothing is left up to assumption and to chance, and everything is out in the open and it is clarified. Learning how to tolerate distress, uncertainty, doubt, and risk while things are okay, i.e., before these things are forced upon you, gives you the opportunity to practice and to develop your discipline so you are prepared for future discomfort. Yes, it means that walking barefoot makes you more immune to one day having to walk without shoes, but it also means you are less attached to needing shoes. And you feel deep down that you are more than able to respond to and endure challenges. This is an attitude of empowerment, it's looking at life challenges head-on and deciding to accept them and then respond with dignity and with grit. Polymaths embody the beginner's mindset, which is actually far more useful than the expert mindset. When you are a beginner, you have ten times more questions than you do answers, and that is a good thing it makes you listen makes you question, makes you dig deeper. Experts all too often fall into the trap of assuming they know too much, which inevitably causes blind spots. The beginner mindset should be applied in combination with critical thinking, and together they actually create a worthy line of inquiry. Something that accompanies this curious and fearless spirit is the courage needed to truly be oneself. Polymaths strive for new and unique achievements, for fresh visions, for novel horizons, and totally original combinations of ideas. They do this by being fascinating and unique individuals themselves. Earlier, we saw that narrowly defining yourself with fixed labels is a surefire way to ensure a narrow minded, limited experience. Instead, polymaths resist easy definitions and they focus simply on being what they are, following what inspires them, and then exploring their unique endowment of gifts to the fullest. And there you have it, polymath. Please do help out. Simply like this video, like this video, like this video, so more people can enjoy it. Share it too, share it too, share it too, share it too. Spread the word. Leave a comment and share your thoughts. Subscribe to my channel and stay up to date. The link to this book is in the description below. Buy it, read, never stop learning. Especially learning about yourself and nature. So, gift yourself by taking the free humanist test on my website. Find out what actually motivates you, what innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. And if you feel you are ready to improve your self awareness, social awareness, self management, and relationship management even further, then do check out my Master of Life Awareness program. The links are in the description below. Thank you. Love and respect.